0: hey everybody and welcome to another episode of sports prep live sports prep live where we unbox the mic and talk excellent in athletics what's up everybody welcome to a special edition of sports prep live today we have an influencer on the show with over 3 million followers on tiktok he has grown his popularity through food reviews discussing people's outfits and conducting on-the-go interviews with strangers today Jawan ford is on the show juwan welcome to sports prep live what's good man i'm glad to be on i'm happy all right we're gonna <laughs> discuss a little bit about your background how you got your start in social media and then just some stuff about you and then we'll also spend some time talking about the nfl and the super bowl because i know you're a big football fan sound good
1: yes sir let's
0: do it all right let's jump right into it first off um why don't you tell the audience just a little bit about yourself and what you do
1: oh yeah so my name is juwan obviously uh I do videos. I love content creation in general. I do full reviews now. I do public interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, I just try to be as creative as possible and just try to spread, uh, you know, positivity. That's what I want my content
0: to be about. That's what I want to be remembered for. Mm -hmm. Uh, So tell me, how did you get your start in social media and what made you pursue it as a career? Well, look, man, I've been making videos
1: since I was like, bro. Since yeah. I came out the womb, I feel like like I, <laughs> bind days type thing. So, yeah. uh, I've been I was making videos, especially when I was in high school, making music videos and stuff like that. And I didn't take it start taking it serious until the pandemic because everyone's inside uh, school. is kind of like I'm, at that point I'm like, bro, like, ain't no way I'm getting into college, bro. I just I, I had yeah. one way, <laughs> I had yeah, one right. way. So TikTok started booming, and I moved out to Vegas, and I just started doing videos here
0: posted them and it, the rest is history like yeah. it was crazy so what exactly got you started in that because I know you talked about making hi, uh, music videos in high school but what actually got you started in those things like you know, like who inspired me or like yeah you know how did you get your start in making music videos just like what started it all you know everybody has an origin story what started it all
1: well I was definitely say my brother because my brother he does social media too so you know okay. as a kid you know Growing up, you know, you looking up to your older brothers or you know just older cousins and stuff like that. And I see him doing videos. Like, yo, this is actually pretty interesting. So, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, people close to you, and then you just got the internet in general. Like, rice gum was a you know big part. That's oh, yeah. why I got into yeah. making diss tracks and stuff like that. <laughs> um Yeah. So, really, I mean, definitely, you know, not only those two, but just from what I can remember, that's kind of what I'm thinking about now obviously you can Mm -hmm. do music anywhere make videos on iPhone edit on iPhone especially back then you could do it right now you could definitely do it yeah make make movies on iPhone bro so yeah yeah uh
0: one of the common things themes that I have on this show is overcoming adversity have you had any setbacks on your journey to where you are and if so how did you overcome those setbacks
1: oh yeah I'll, i'm sorry was, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> my fault yeah. uh yeah we're trying to make it disney bro we're trying to get you them ad dollars but uh yeah i mean content creation that's a whole thing right because um you know sometimes you evolve or die you know certain content won't work at certain times on certain platforms or you know what i'm saying if you're trying to get your paycheck you gotta like psh, man you gotta switch it up. You have yeah. to switch it up because uh, social media is one of the things where one month you can make fifty thousand, next month you can make two hundred dollars. So if you're not on yeah. your A game and not on top of it, you you will get hit with a, a wrecking ball.
0: Yeah, you just immediately keep, keep evolving. Yeah, for sure. You've made thousands of videos on your social media platform. Um, can you tell us about one that comes to mind as the most memorable and what makes it stand out? For sure, I got you.
1: All right, so a thing with okay, a thing with videos, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially short form consecration you never know what's going to blow up you never know what video is going to be like you can try to predict it but nine times out of ten you'll be wrong but this particular video i knew as soon as i did it it was going to be viral Mm -hmm. um i used to work at walmart so this viral video was at walmart it was like a box prank video yeah and the reason why i was so special was um the whole time like you know I thought like man like you know if I get away I go to Vegas and you know then I could do it like I'll always limit to myself like if I had this then I could do it Yeah. but I literally went to, I visited Vegas for two three weeks came back to my hometown at that time I didn't have a viral video Um. then I went back to my old job not to work there but I was like bro I had this idea it's gonna hit like 30 million views and I did it and that just proved to me like I didn't need all of this all along you know what I'm saying yeah. like obviously that helps but like it, you just got to make the most out of your circumstances like, yeah you know what i'm saying i could have made that video a long time ago ben blew up you feel me but mm-hmm. i feel like everything happens for a reason and you know god has a right time and so yeah yeah so that, that's the most memorable one to me for real and that was like my first super big viral video yeah so
0: all right well i'm gonna ask you a few rapid fire questions um just to you know get to know you a little bit more i'll ask you about six of these all right and then uh we can get on to talking about the nfl which is what i know you came here for yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right so um do you recall the first video you've ever released on social media dang
1: oh you give me with these ones <laughs> ah, honestly
0: no i don't remember no i don't remember okay what's the first one that you do remember what were you doing
1: uh i was on vine for sure and i was like making like some like cringy vine like reacting to something it was terrible
0: i don't want to remember it honestly (laughs) (laughs) It it was pretty bad okay uh you've done a lot of outfit reviews yeah um what is the most expensive outfit you've ever came across while doing those for sure for sure i got you um i was definitely a rapper probably a little dirk honestly oh okay yeah
1: he has some he has some nice chains on bro like yeah. hey dirk if you listening bro give me some chains
0: <laughs> <Go together." laughs> oh man okay um on all of your social media platforms mm-hmm. what video has gone the most viral for sure of all of i got you so uh
1: remember i tell you my, my uh, big brother right yep at the time i had a video it had like 23 million views as outfit review and i was like He was like, yo, I'm finna top this. I'm finna get like 50 million views. I said, 50 million views on the interview? Yeah. I was like, bro, are you crazy? (laughs) I said, I said, F it, let's do it. So we went out one night and we shot it and we did the video like four times. Like people don't even know, did it four times. Next morning I woke up, edited for like three hours, a one minute video and I posted it. Bro, this video got like, Right now it's like, like fifty-six million views. Wow. Fifty seven million views. Like Man. it's probably the biggest public interview on TikTok. Like you put Drake, Kanye West, all the uh interviews of them doing their outfits and yeah. versus me and my brother, all of them together, still don't even
0: top it. Like it's insane. Wow. It's insane. So yeah, for sure. All right. You've also done a lot of food reviews. What is your go to restaurant? And at that restaurant, what's your go to order? All right.
1: I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro, because I'm not sponsored. Look. The, the thing that sucks about doing food reviews, bro. Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Yeah, because you know I'm a grinder. I like doing like multiple videos a day. You mm-hmm. seen it? Yeah, bro. I did like five, six videos at Chipotle, bro. My stomach couldn't do it, bro. I had to take, <laughs> I had to tap out. These you, food reviewers, bro. Y'all, y'all you, stomachs are strong. You, I don't you, know you, how y'all doing you it, but took my order. <laughs> yeah, right, bro. Yeah. That, it was terrible, but uh, wow, you gave it eight point five. No, I'm just, no, I'm just saying. At the <laughs> aftermath of all the food I ate oh, was terrible. Okay, okay yeah, 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 got but, it. But um, yeah, I mean. Uh the go to order definitely Chipotle. I like getting uh either the Keith Ladia or I like getting like a bowl and having doritos on the side. That's why yeah. I it before I got here so.
0: Okay, it's, sounds good. Yeah. You did the um I saw you did the world's biggest burrito. Yeah. And, oh man. Did you get through, there's no way you got through that whole thing.
1: No, nah, absolutely not.
0: Okay. No, nah, yeah, bro. I threw that away, bro. Do you so when you do those, do you just eat the little portion of it and then I mean, I
1: used to eat, like, a little bit more. Like, take, like, five bites, but, like, okay. for editing purposes, I only feel, okay, get myself yeah, taking one only, bite because okay. like it's going to, you know, cut the attention, yeah. but right now I'm taking, like, one bite at a time because, like, yeah. doing one bite of six items, that's more than enough for my, you know, stomach to yeah. go crazy.
0: Um, what's the best or most important lesson you've learned um, as your time or through your time as an influencer? For sure. I got you already. Uh,
1: my number one... Lesson that I've learned, and this could just be me, but I feel like it's anyone being a, just being a business in general, like, nobody's coming to save you, like. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that I had to do and learn by myself and a lot of hard lessons, a lot of people, like, because when you are young, like, people look at you like, he's just making videos for fun, like, yeah, you absolutely. know, we can take his money and things like that, like, so it's like no one's coming to save you, you got to be your own man. Cause uh, these people in business, bro, they savages, bro.
0: They'll take your yeah. money and
1: they don't—they won't give a F about you. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: that's that's one of the biggest right. takeaways. And sure. final little rapid fire question: What is your favorite team in the NFL? Green Bay for sure. Green Bay, yeah. Green Bay, they, bro. They surprised some people in these playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Future's looking bright. Speaking of the NFL. At the time this show is recorded, Super Bowl 58 has just taken place with the Chiefs taking down the Niners 25-22 in overtime. There are a lot of narratives surrounding that game, a lot of information, stats. And as a big NFL fan myself, you're a big NFL fan, I'd Mm -hmm. like to take some time to discuss the game, narrative, stories surrounding the game, and possibly give off some of our hot takes. You good with that? Oh, yeah. Come on. All right. Uh, First order of business... Obviously, let's get the most obvious one out of the way. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. This is their third Super Bowl yeah. in the last five years, I believe, and mm-hmm. they've been to four of the last five. Do you think they are cemented as one of the best dynasties that? Oh yeah, the for NFL sure. Ever- Absolutely, yeah. Okay, you think they'll keep going?
1: I mean, it's so hard to see someone three peating, but I mean, yeah. if anyone would do it, it's Patrick Mahomes, bro.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. the way I see it, it, a lot of luck factors into it too. Because mm. I'm not saying luck is in um, a call go this way, a call go that way. I'm saying luck is in somebody could end up breaking their leg or somebody could tear their Achilles. Patrick Mahomes breaks his thumb, something that you just don't expect to happen. Yeah. So I think it's difficult to foresee anyone winning three in a row even two in a row is so difficult that's why nobody had done it in 20 years yeah but three in a row my goodness I (laughs) mean if there's anyone who can do it I would say it's them but at the same time that's a difficult difficult thing to do um especially with you know football it's not a it's not a sport for the uh faint of heart so you can you can get busted up playing football do you think it's scripted no 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 I mean, I know there are going to be those people who are salty that their team is losing and um, will say yeah. that it's scripted, and that's fair. You know, as fans, people are going to have—they're uh, going to be irritated if their team's not doing well. I know Cowboys fans are always saying that they're— Yeah, they should they're be they're used scripted. to that, though. Like Yeah, I on. know. I mean, I'm, I'm no Cowboys fan. I don't like the Cowboys. I'll just throw that out there right yeah, now. Yeah, they should be used to that. So, yeah, I mean, you get the Cowboys fans that are always saying it's scripted, it's scripted, but— if you're te- I don't hear anybody who is um, winning saying that it's scripted. So I mean wow. that's just a point of view from the people who are frustrated with the success of Patrick Mahomes and he's kind of taken on that villain role in the NFL. And um, but you know it's definitely not scripted. You think Mahomes the goat? Okay, that was something I was gonna get to a little <laughs> bit later on. Oh, okay, okay, we can say we can save it then. All right, let's let's save it just a little bit. Another thing, um, obvious Niners they had a great run ended up losing in the Super Bowl do you think they'll be back i per- i personally think that the niners are poised to come back next year just as strong and make another run at it do you think they are
1: yeah i think they're the, i think like they're the better overall team i yeah. mean you put but <laughs> The thing is with the Niners, though, I think the team's overall is good, but I think if you put anybody at that quarterback position, I think they're in the same place,
0: honestly, regardless. That's another thing we could get to. Brock Purdy. Um, he played th- good. He he did. He went um, 23 for 38 for 255 yards and a touchdown with no picks. Yeah. I think he did a great job. And Cam Newton got called out for calling him this game manager. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, But I I really do think he did a great job managing that game, keeping them out of trouble when he had to. But he also spoke about how Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, those guys are playmakers. And I just don't think that throughout that game, Brock Purdy made as many plays as Mm. he could have um, to win that game for them. because. When you saw them putting the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands, he had eight receptions for 80 yards and 22 carries for 80 yards. He's the first player ever to go 80 yards receiving, 80 yards uh, rushing in a Super Bowl. Bowl. Nobody's ever done that. When they put the ball in his hands, he's one of the best playmakers in the NFL. A lot of good things happened. Um, And it's not that bad things happened when the ball was in the hands of Brock Purdy. It's just... I don't I didn't see him making as many plays as a Christian McCaffrey or a Patrick Mahomes um throughout that game. So Brock Purdy, I think he's a good quarterback. He's the right quarterback for the Niners right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they move on from him. And I'm not going to give him the disrespect of saying that any quarterback could step in there and do what he did because I just don't agree with that. I think he did mm-hmm. a great job. But at the same time, it is, you know, it's kind of tough to say that he is an MVP candidate or one of those top tier quarterbacks yeah, nah, because either. of the talent he has around him Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle like all these guys are insane. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. all right. So,
1: okay, you're telling me if, if,
0: if Josh Allen go, went to the 49ers now, now wait a minute, this year, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. they're not in the Super on, Bowl. Come
1: on, on dog. No, Come no, on. No, we got to no, be no. honest right now. You're,
0: cha- you're changing up my words. I did not say that. Oh, okay. I said that I don't think any quarterback could be plugged into that situation okay. and do just as well. That's Josh That's Allen facts. is an, a perennial MVP candidate and an All-Pro every year. I think he's been All-Pro. Each year of his career except his rookie year mm-hmm. maybe his second year he wasn't all pro josh allen is an elite of the elite quarterback but i will say this you throw josh allen under that team i still don't know if they're winning the super bowl and here's why he's turnover prone very turnover yeah. prone yeah you can't have that in the in the playoffs and that's why he hasn't been able to get past the divisional round since 2020 and he hasn't made a super bowl because he turns the ball over and that's not something you can do in the playoffs in the nfl So Josh Allen as your example, no. I don't think the Niners would have been any more successful with him as they would have with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, what do you think about uh, the 49ers fans complaining about the overtime rules?
0: Okay, look. (laughs) The the uneducated. Here's what I have to say about that. Yeah. First off, the Niners, whether or not they knew the rules, taking the ball first or not, saying, oh, well, we didn't know the rules, so we wouldn't have taken the ball first. Even if you did know the rules and elected to take the ball first, it wouldn't have mattered. They didn't get a touchdown. That's they true. got a field goal. That's true. So if, say they, say the NFL overtime rules hadn't changed mm-hmm. and the rules were still the same, they come down, they get a field goal, Chiefs come down and get a touchdown, game's over. You That's still true. get a chance to respond if the other team gets a field goal. Niners went first, they got a field goal. So it, it does not matter if they knew the rules or not because they didn't capitalize. That's true. In in their defense, if they knew the rules, they would elect to go second because it's always going to be the catbird seat to know, do you go for it on a fourth down where a field goal would be 46 yards or 51 yards? Do you go for it um, on a fourth and goal if you're down by three and you are going second? Probably not, but... um, So that's, you know... Do you need a touchdown? Mhm. All those things you could know if you go second. But all of those things are eliminated if the first team gets a field goal. So Yeah, that's true. That's why it, even if they didn't know, even if they did, it doesn't change the fact that they got a field goal. So it just – it doesn't matter I, I saw a lot of people in the comments, man, talking about
1: Why did they change the – uh, the overtime rule, da-da-da, this and that. I'm like, do y'all not – real? the Chiefs was winning so much, they changed the rules for y'all. Y'all, yeah. Should, yeah. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all had a chance. Yeah, like, what? The,
0: the, I mean, I don't think that you should be able to decide a Super Bowl or a playoff game on a coin flip because all these offenses, even the Niners – they're just such an elite offense. That's true. Chiefs, Niners, Bills. These are such elite offenses that if you give them a chance to get a drive, there is a high probability that team is getting a touchdown, regardless of who's on defense. That's what was shown, you know, the other night with Patrick Mahomes. They get the ball down three. He gets them downfield. And he did a lot of crucial. That fourth and
1: one man, I was yeah. bro. I was like, oh I, I, this man, is good I was on the
0: edge of my seat. But, yeah. I mean, and you see him in shotgun, you're like, what are you thinking? Yeah. But you know. They Tony Romo couldn't have explained it better in that and just put the ball in Patrick Mahomes hands and let him make a play. Yeah, that to me is you know one of the biggest moments of the game and um just got chances like that with Mm -hmm. elite offenses. Those aren't things that teams are going to miss out on a lot. So with that being said, that's why they changed the overtime rules to give both chance teams a chance to score because it wasn't fair. Um, if a team loses a game on a 50-50 chance if they get a coin flip, right? That's not a good but way. But you know to what they say, though. Defense play, too. Defense, Yeah, and defense wins championships. That's why these two teams were the teams that made the Super Bowl. They were two of the best five defenses in the NFL yeah. all year, and they both had very good offenses. That's why they made it to the Super Bowl. But then again, you got to give both teams a chance to do it. And I know... You know, in college they let both teams get rebuttals as much as they want. In the NFL it's only, you know, if both teams get a touchdown, then it's sudden death. But still you have to give both teams a chance to get the ball at least once. Yeah. So that's that's the um that's the my opinion on the overtime with the NFL right now. What about you? What do you think? I mean, I, I like the rules. I just didn't like that people was crying about it. I'm like, yeah, it's like you don't know
1: why they changed it.
0: I know. And the crazy part was when they changed the rules, people were crying for them to change the rules. But now that they've changed the rules, they're crying that they changed the rules. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's it's almost like a um, the NFL, they're putting the NFL between a rock and a hard place. Like if I do this, you're going to be mad at me. And if I say what you tell me to do, you're still going to be mad at me. Like, what what do you want me to do? But yeah Do you think the Chiefs Should have been underdogs Honestly Do you really think (sighs) Okay
1: Even though 49ers We all know 49ers Had the better overall team But
0: putting them As underdogs Is crazy Here's how I see it I think that was As close of a game As you could possibly imagine Yeah And if those team If those two teams Did it NBA style And it was a seven game series It would go seven I Okay The quarterback Is such an important position that I think if you are taking into account who the Chiefs have as their quarterback, yeah. then you should probably never make them an underdog. But I don't have a problem with viewing viewing the game as an overall team game, defense, special teams, all yeah, that sure. stuff. Um, the Niners are just an altogether more complete team than the Chiefs. Yeah, But it makes a difference having Patrick Mahomes, at quarterback. So... I think the Niners were right to be favored, but I don't think that um, it really made a difference at all because that game was it could go either way, and if you played it a hundred times, it would be fifty fifty.
1: That's fair enough. I got a conspiracy theory. Uh oh. Okay. All right. This is what I got. All playoffs, right? We got Patrick Mahomes as underdog, most mm-hmm. of them, but I think besides the Miami game. Yeah. And uh, I watch a lot of sports. Uh, you know, first take. Uh, you know. Yeah. Shannon Sharp to Stephen A, yeah. Whenever he talks to mm-hmm. Ocho. hmm uh, Cam Newton. Yep. And I had noticed some Tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. Tell me if I'm crazy. All right, listen. I it. think the NFL is not necessarily scripted or rigged, but I definitely think there's some stuff going on. So we got sports betting, right? Okay. Right? And we have all the major like sports networks sponsored by sports betting like DraftKings, yeah, Draft uh FanDuel, Fan, yeah, Prize Picks, all ESPN stuff. Bet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yo, after every single Chiefs game, they called the uh, the Bills were going to win, the Ravens were going to crush them, the 49ers, bro, they was going to absolutely maul them. And it's like after every single game and they all choose the favorites. Mm-hmm. the The uh, the Chiefs always win. And they never say anything about it. And they always and they always like, "Okay, I got a I got a uh Ravens money line, this and yeah. that." And you got hella people losing all this money. Like 80% of the best went towards the Bills. And the uh, Ravens. the Ravens, but after the 49ers, I think most of the best went on the Chiefs. Everyone said, "F that, we're not going to do that again." Yeah. So I just I just had a I had a conspiracy theory. Obviously, they're paying them. Yeah. But could they be like throwing them some extra bread to just influence the crowd? What no, do you think about that? I
0: don't. I think that. Um, I think the way that betting goes a lot of times is the higher seeded team is favored. The Niners were the number one seed in the NFC. The Bills were the number two seed in the AFC. Mm -hmm. And the Ravens were the number one seed in the AFC. Chiefs were three in the AFC and they did not have a great regular season. Mahomes did not look like an MVP candidate throughout the regular season. They did not look like a functional offense throughout the regular season. In fact, in the second half against the Niners, they didn't get a touchdown. It took them until the third quarter, or not even the Niners, the Ravens, they didn't get a touchdown. Yeah, no, yeah, they did. Right, it took (laughs) them from the second quarter against the Ravens to the third quarter against the Niners to get one touchdown offensively, one. So I understand absolutely why the Chiefs were underdogs. But for me, I would not bet against Patrick Mahomes. But it makes sense and it is entirely reasonable that the Chiefs were underdogs in all of those games because they did have the worst record. That's, that's why I see them as, the, as why they were underdogs. Because in, in reality, they were. Yeah. I mean, there's no amount of underdog that can overmine what Patrick Mahomes does and what Travis Kelsey gives to you and how Andy Reid is as a coach. Yeah. But throughout the regular season, they did not look like a team that could make (laughs) a run at it. And the Ravens were dominant. I mean, they beat everybody. They beat the Dolphins 56-10. to They beat the Niners in dominant fashion on the road. This was a team they looked like they were going to stomp through the playoffs (laughs) and beat everyone by 30. Not,
1: bro. Lamar Jackson, bro, he had choked artist bro that was the game i was least worried about bro i was like bro is gonna choke in dramatic
0: fashion bro he he does he doesn't show up during the big moments yeah i mean i he's still young coming up so i'll give him um, another chance but it's gonna be tough
1: yeah, a, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, if he's playing Patrick Mahomes again, and that's bro, and, and then
0: Joe Burrow's coming back,
1: yeah. Joe Burrow's the only like, I, if Patrick Mahomes playing Joe Burrow, I'm putting my money on Joe Burrow. Or I'm okay, putting my money on my underdog.
0: The, that's a stretch. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, hey, I am. Joe Burrow's beat him once, and Patrick Mahomes has beat him once in the playoffs. It.
1: Yeah, it, but I mean, you got the okay. Well, I mean, we could be talking about a different game because last year they had that late rough in the passer, right? And they get, get oh, in the field yeah, goal the, and get the that game.
0: Roughness. Yeah, yeah, but that it was a tie game either way. So. I know that's what I'm saying. It could be a different game we're talking about. It could be, but it was a it was a tie game. I mean, both every game that they played against each other in the playoffs had the chance to go to overtime. One of them did, mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes threw a pick, I think, and the Bengals got a field goal. And then the other one, it was about to go to overtime, but the Bengals, for no reason whatsoever, shoved Mahomes while he was out of bounds. That's unnecessary roughness. That's on them. That so, is, I agree. Both games were decided by three points, so I don't think I would jump to put my money anywhere but for me it's always going to be Patrick Mahomes one of the things that you brought up earlier was Mahomes and is he the goat yeah yeah what do you think you've asked me
1: nah okay nah I mean he's Tom Brady's 1A he's 1B he's not
0: two for sure for me look Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl but a lot of people failed to account for the fact that he was injured and his receivers did not have a good game at all. There were so many drop passes in that game. Yeah. And everything that had to go wrong for the Chiefs went wrong. But Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's a seven-time Super Bowl champion, three-time MVP. He's got got it all. Um, One without Belichick, all that stuff. So for me, Tom Brady's number one. Then it's between Mahomes and Joe Montana. And the way I see it, because of how just talented he is at football, I would put Mahomes ahead. I would too, yeah. But, you know, there there are going to be people who say Joe Montana is ahead of him, and that's not wrong. It's all a matter of opinion. But
1: it's old I think, heads.
0: Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think objectively Tom Brady is still number one, and yeah. then Mahomes is probably two. That's That's how I see it, but. What would he have to do to get that number one spot, like, to you? <sighs> okay, I think he needs – at least one more MVP, maybe two, because if he gets four and Brady has three, that's something. But then again, Peyton Manning has five and Aaron Rodgers has four. And so. they're not even in the conversation right. to me. So, so I think, but for me, I would need I would need to see Mahomes get at least one more MVP. And then I think he has to get to five rings. If he gets to five rings and three MVPs, then it's a different conversation. It's
1: a different conversation, bro. Right. I'm not going to...
0: Just because of the talent level he's... I mean, Tom Brady played with... Um, Randy Moss, Julian Edelman, I mean, uh, Rob Gronkowski, and Mahomes, he's played with Tyreek Hill, but he only won one Super Bowl with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And the other two, he's won without. Travis Kelsey is always going to be there, but Mahomes hasn't had historically great receivers on his team by any stretch of the imagination throughout his career. So I think Mahomes gets to five, then he is my clear-cut greatest of all time. He has to get to five Super Bowl rings and three MVPs. That's, Bro, th- that's my threshold. The only
1: thing that turned me off about this conversation is I mean, I know you talked about him having an off game in the Super Bowl, but I just feel like I feel like what people are going to do Their resumes are going to be very similar. Mm -hmm. They're going to go back to them two games. You know they are. The two playoff games. And they're going to be like, well, he couldn't get it done against this person.
0: First one, the AFC Championship in 2019 it was. Mm -hmm. Mahomes was in his second year in the NFL. First year as a starter. And even though he had an insane year, 5,000 yards, 55 touchdowns, MVP, all that stuff, he still was in his second year. This is going against Tom Brady. And... That was one of those coin flip overtime games where the Patriots got the ball first, in overtime. That's one of the best games I've ever watched. And yeah. then the second one, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna hold that against Mahomes in, the, in a goat debate. It's one game, right? I mean, if those two teams and those two teams played each other next year, and the Chiefs beat them like forty-four to twelve, so was that in the regular season? It was. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro.
1: I'm telling you, people are gonna be like, bro. That does not matter. They gonna come to back to them conversations. Because yeah. I mean, unless I ain't gonna lie, this is uh, it's gonna be a very unrealistic. Maybe I don't know football like that. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, bro. You gotta get to eight, bro. Eight. If he gets to eight, bro, then yeah, bro. Oh. <laughs> I know that sounds super unrealistic. Seven is already crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like because I I mean for me, I'm just gonna come back to them games. Because I mean, it, it's a difference between like we have the Michael Jordan debate. We got LeBron those yeah. two right but they never faced off you That's know true. each other so it's like but if jordan or my or you know what i'm saying if jordan if, beat him
0: if 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 lebron in his second year faced jordan in like when he was in the middle of his second three-peat would we would you hold that against lebron as a you know 21 year old kid I would. and the goat to be 21 years old lebron in his second year you would hold that against him against prime michael jordan maybe a little bit past his prime michael jordan you would yeah. hold that against LeBron. I would. Okay. I, I, I would, bro. Cause, I, I mean, I you got to think about it. Like I don't see it like that. Okay. Well, but, you if, know, it's okay to. Yeah. Okay I mean, if
1: if, it, if, yeah. if if they don't go against the Patriots in that AFC title game and they win against someone else, do you think they won if it's not Tom Brady?
0: I, and are we going to give him credit? Are we going to no, give him credit if he wins here's young? What here's what I'll say I think the Chiefs win that game if they win the coin flip, which is why they changed the rules.
1: I That's can't argue with that.
0: Yeah. I can't because it... Again, that game came down to a coin flip. And the Patriots had a double-digit lead on these dudes. And Patrick Mahomes, in his second year, led a comeback, mm-hmm. got him tied, and the Patriots happened to win the coin flip. It is what it is. But yeah. I, that game I refuse to hold against Mahomes. Super Bowl, maybe. When the Super Bowl 55, when the Bucs beat the Chiefs down 31-9. That game, maybe. He beat him on two different teams, bro. <laughs> but, but I'm not holding the AFC championship against Mahomes. Absolutely That's fair. not. That's fair.
1: I mean, I respect that. Patty Mahomes won me some money yesterday. I respect it. <laughs> I mean, he could be 1A for today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, this has been an absolutely fantastic interview, Jawan. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, man. It was great having you. Appreciate it, man. It was great coming. All right. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Sports Prep Live. Hope everyone has a great day and we will see you next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sports Prep Live. I'm Graydon Prescott. And don't forget to catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Sports Prep Live. Thank you.